0: everybody welcome to monday night live in lexington you guys Catherine Kaufman, and I'm a psychic medium here in Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome to my every Monday night show. This is where we look at what and who we are in this journey called life. Great to have you here with me on a Monday night. Hey to all you guys over here on Instagram. Welcome. And to all you guys that are joining on Facebook. Tonight, what we're going to look at is this don't buy a haunted house this is part two um so if you missed part one you can pick that up on my youtube channel um it is loaded up on the youtube channel if you visit the youtube channel i'd ask you to subscribe and share any of the videos that you uh, think might be beneficial to your friends and family uh, give them a like if you will and follow me on Facebook where you can get all of the new stuff that I'm coming out with every week. Hey there, Wendy Dixon and Paige Denise over here on Instagram. Good to see you guys on a Monday night. Special shout out to Joy Hall, my Monday night buddy I'm on Instagram. Good to see you here. And um, big, I'm going to do a wave to you and my lovely husband, David. Speaking of my lovely husband, David. I got to do a shout-out to my granddaughter, uh, Brooklyn, Lawrence, and David. This is how busy things have been. They got me these beautiful, wonderful roses. Let me get this out of the way so you can see them. Uh, Aren't they beautiful? Um, And actually, my granddaughter picked them out for me. But things have been so busy that they got them yesterday, and I just now just now noticed them today right before the show. Isn't that awful? (laughs) Just it's too busy. But I'm going to leave those right here in the corner of Instagram so that you guys can enjoy those. Good to see you guys here on a Monday night. A little bit of housekeeping. Um, August the 1st is going to be uh, the first aired episode of the podcast, Sage in August and um i will be interviewed by melissa newman and so i would really like for you to for you all to tune in to the podcast and show your support um the website is sageinaugust.com and in that kind of thing let me go over some of the stuff that you um can get in the podcast here. Let me move these flowers where you can see a little bit of me. So things I'll be going over is where I grew up, which is not uh, not anywhere that you would know. Trust me, where I grew up was a mile uh, wide island in the North Pacific. And if you want to find out details, you've got to tune into the podcast. Um, how my mother dealt with my psychic abilities poor thing um what my first career was how i uh advanced in my life to what i'm doing now um deathbed experiences from the icu you get to hear all about that get you get to hear about how uh, david and i met and there's just a whole lot of other really interesting stuff and you're gonna get to get a sneak peek about David's abilities and, and what all he can do. And um, so do tune in to the podcast, sageinaugust.com and give it a listen on August the first. So let's do some more quick shout outs here on Facebook. Um, Taya Moore, good to see you, Richie Gambrel, love you too, Mitzi, Barbara Bacon, special shout out to Barbara Bacon and Crystal Crazy. Thank you, Barbara, for taking care of me and Brooke today. We went out and did some crystal shopping there, and I came home with some. Let's see, what all did I get? I got some agate and some shungite and a really beautiful celestial crystal. I, you know, I should have brought them down here with me to show you guys, uh, and some red coral. Now, you hardly ever will get to see real red coral. There's a lot of it on the market that's died, but this is real red coral. So um, she definitely has a few pieces right now that were just stunning. And uh, thank you, Barbara, for helping us today. Special shout out to Sheila and Helen Drinkwater and a shout out and lots of healing to Rob Abbott. Awesome to see you guys here. So last week, we looked at um, Don't Buy a House, Don't buy a Haunted House Part 1. Today, we're looking at Don't Buy a Haunted House Part 2. And like I said, if you missed Part 1 and you need to watch it, I'm going to leave a link to... Uh, the links that I'm going to leave in the comments after the show are the link to the podcast for sageaugust.com I will leave a link to the YouTube channel if you want to subscribe and hit the like and share the videos and watch last week's part one. I will put the link to the YouTube channel in the comments. And um, special shout out to Melissa Begley and her sidekick, Miss Cleo. Big kisses to you guys. And let's see. Um, Lee Wiggins. Hey, um, I'll leave a link, Lee, to the website in the comments and that way you can go on the online scheduler and look at what's convenient for you and um also lee you may want to go to the youtube channel and um go to my youtube channel in the playlist monday night live there will be uh, a couple of videos that you need to watch one is dreams about the dead and visitations Okay, and the other one is why are spirits still here in this realm, you know, and those are really good videos to watch for anybody who's lost somebody recently. But now on to our topic. So don't buy a haunted house part two. Now, there are people that want to buy a haunted house and there are people who have a lot of abilities like me and they can make any house that they live in haunted. Okay, because stuff is just naturally attracted to you and it just kind of sticks to you like glue. So it doesn't matter where you go. um, There's going to be activity. So in that case, I do have a um, it's kind of a webinar PDF teaching on advanced psychic protection. And those are techniques that I utilize to keep my home comfortable for me. Because otherwise, there would be so much activity, I could never get any sleep or any rest. So, if you're a person like that, have a lot of abilities that you know things are bothering you at night, private message me, and um, we'll see about getting you the webinar copy and the PDF. I think it's thirty dollars for both, and so you get a downloadable PDF and you get a a link to the online webinar video that we did it's really good hey to chastity good to see you here all right don't buy a haunted house part two so the the part one was kind of assessing the property the research that goes into the area you know um what is the history of the area what's the history of the house uh let's see what else did we go over last week let me just kind of Hit on a couple of things. Research general area, check for graveyards, old stones. Are they in a pattern in the yard? Um, are there any abandoned places near there? Like, for example, you would not want to buy property near Waverly Hills, <laughs> especially if you have a lot of abilities. That would just not be a grand idea. Um, it's also not a good idea to have the property too closely located to nursing homes, funeral homes, hospitals, you know, places where there's a lot of spiritual portals that are open where people are coming and going through this dimension, you know, places where there's been a historical battle. That's not a good place for you to buy property unless you really want activity and you want to live in a haunted house. <laughs> So Rob says, yes the story of my life like a magnet. Spiritual cleansing is a necessity. Florida water and wards. Yes, absolutely Rob we have to Rob, we have to live by those, don't we every day. Um, another thing that people don't realize is it's not a great idea to have property. If you don't want spiritual activity or you don't want any places haunted, don't get a place close to an abandoned mine or cave. That's just not a good idea. And I explain why in part one. Another thing I look for and when I'm assessing property for spiritual activity is, you know, nearby water sources like stream or lake or pond or something like that. And also another big one is electrical transformers or substations because they can really bump up that electrical activity and cause a lot of manifestations that may not, you know, really be accurate. So after you've done the research on the property and everything looks good, um, we go on to the next part. So Richie says, I've only been to Waverly Hills two times. Never went back. Thanks to you. (laughs) You know, I get a lot of people that um, come to me after going to places like Waverly or going on ghost hunts and then Inevitably, if they have abilities or if their energy is very attractive to spiritual entities, uh, they will drag stuff home with them. And then uh, we have to work together to try and remove that or get rid of it or extricate it from the home. So it can be a process. So Richie is right. Um not really good places to go okay so after you've done your research and you feel comfortable with the area that you're assessing either for a lease or for a purchase then you can proceed to do a general search for the home in that area that you've assessed the history in Um, and I usually suggest that people use a pendulum to assess the area that they're considering moving to because it will really show what the best area for your energy is. And you can do this very easily over a map. So what you want to do is you do your historical research, you gather your data on the general area, and then you take your pendulum and you douse over the map of that general area. And you ask, what you want to ask is, Is this a good area for me? Yes or no? Is this a good area for me? Yes or no? Is this a good area for me? Yes or no? You may get three or four yeses and and then the rest no. And then what you do is you take the three or four yeses and you douse again and you ask, is this one the best area of the three or four for my energy? Is this the best area out of the three or four for my energy? And that's going to narrow it down even further to where you need to look. I hope that helps. That's just a little handy hint to help. Hey, to Shannon Pate Miller. (laughs) Off your magnet lately. You know, I almost had another paranormal alert last night. Um, I post a paranormal alert on Facebook when I get three complaints of paranormal activity within a 24-hour period. We had two, and I was thinking there might be another one before morning. Sometimes I'll count myself if there's activity around here, and sometimes I won't. Sometimes I'm thinking, you know, maybe I shouldn't count myself in there because there's always activity here at my house. So, um, Sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. It depends on like what the complaints are about. If mine's pretty prominent and it's like matching the other two, then I'll go ahead and count myself in there. So Rob says, does the type of pendulum specifically matter, such as wood versus stone? Actually, Rob, I think that the gemstones are the best. Uh, especially for topics involving the earth because it's the, it's the substrate is similar Uh, and wood seems to be a different type of energy. Uh, But of course you can douse with anything like you can put a wedding ring on the end of a string and douse with that. But Barb has some really cool pendulums at crystal crazy. If any of you are interested in, Uh, getting a really good pendulum that's gemstone quality, um, tri-crystal crazy for sure. Um, So dowsing over a map will reveal the best energy of the area for you to narrow down where you uh, want to look for property or lease property. Now, here's another thing. When you start to work with a realtor or real estate agent, um specifically ask them specifically ask them have there been any deaths on the property or in the home now that's different because you can still get a haunting if there was a death on the property not necessarily in the home so you're gonna ask were there any deaths on the property or in the home and make sure they understand What you're asking, you're asking for the history of the property and the home structure. Okay, then you're gonna ask about specifically any suicides or any murders. Okay, and if they say they don't know, ask them to research and find out with the property owner. Okay, big, big, big important to ask those kind of things. Hey to all you guys over here on Instagram. I'm going to do a couple of waves. Glad to see you guys here. Shall and Shine, DJ Mill 2. Good to see you. And if you guys have any uh, questions on Instagram, just try and type them in the comments and I'll I'll try and look for them. Because sometimes the feed goes fast and I, I don't get to see everything. Um, also, another thing you want to work with your real estate agent on is specifically asking if any other tenants or owners have ever complained or moved out of the property because of paranormal activity. Very good. Um, I have heard time after time after time about people who uh, move into a property and things have been hidden from them, and then they get into the property and find out it is just like a total nightmare And no one ever gets any sleep. No one's comfortable in the home. Your home is supposed to be your area of relaxation and it's supposed to be a refuge for you. And I cannot imagine spending that much money and having all these dreams just to be dashed on the rocks by an entity that doesn't want you there. So that's just the saddest thing in the world to me. Now, if there's time for a historical uh, search of the property, a couple of places that you can look, you can look in history. You can also look in your PVA office, which is the Property Value Administration office. Another thing that might clue you in, and it might kind of show that there may be a problem with the property, is if you go to the PVA office and you see that There have been more than 10 owners of a property, depending on how old the property is. Like, if it's a property from the 1700s, that may not be applicable. But let's say the house was built in 1980 and it's had more than 10 owners. That may be an indicator that, you know, nobody wants to live there. There might be a reason why no one wants to live there. You know, Uh, so a lot of turnover in owners or leasing. If you are going to lease a property, ask the leasing agent, how many people have leased this property in the last five years? And if you get an astronomical number, a number that really stands out, because usually when people lease a property, they may stay one or two years. That's kind of typical, especially, especially if it's, you know, a property that uh, it has a, a good turnover. But if you're finding that there are people that are leasing that property and moving out every six months consistently, there's some kind of problem there. So, um, andrea wants to know some things definitely wrong at that point yeah you know it you know it absolutely um so the next step is you're gonna arrange to view the home okay and this is gonna surprise you when i tell you this but the best time to go is when it's raining or overcast now think about that for a minute and see How you feel about that. The best time to go and view a property is not when it's sunny, but when it's raining and overcast. Now, why would that be? Let's think about that for a minute. Not only if it's raining, you're going to pick up on, you know, floods, leaks, kind of that kind of thing. But here's something you haven't thought about is you, what you want to do is. Be aware of any kind of light anomalies that you might see. Light anomalies that you might see or or capture on camera, they're the easiest to detect in a muted light setting, which is raining or, or overcast. If you have a really bright, sunny day, that light is going to obliterate whatever light anomaly might show itself there. And you would never pick up on that. So the next step that you do is to have a really good digital camera or use your camera phone. And you're going to take pictures from three angles in each room of the home, each major room. Like you don't necessarily have to take a picture of the bathroom. Although I always recommend that you do the bathroom because A lot of people die in the bathroom Well, they get sick and they feel sick and they try to get to the bathroom. They'll either die on the way to the bathroom or or right when they get in the bathroom. So I always suggest that people take three angles of the bathroom. But like closets, you don't need to take a picture of the closet unless you just really, really want to. But at least three different angles of each major room in the home with this muted light setting. And then if you do pick up on any light anomalies, just to make sure you're not freaking out over dust, because you don't want to miss out on a really good property if it's just dust. Um, And I do this for a lot of people. It's a it's a nominal charge and they send me all of their photos and I evaluate all the photos to see if I detect anything that might be a problem, um, and so that's one of the services that I do provide for people that are looking to lease or looking to buy. Uh, so, um, yeah, you don't want to freak out over dust and lo- you know lose out on something really good. Now, also, you could possibly pick up on an apparition, you know, in this muted light setting. You might. Get a reflection in a mirror or a window of something that could be a problem. So, you know, taking your digital camera and your cell phone when you do your walkthrough is extremely beneficial and it absolutely needs to be done if you think there could be a problem with the property. So, you want to take the picture from three different angles um, to make sure that you are covering all of the energy of the room another thing is when you evaluate those pictures you want to evaluate them first and blow them up on your computer screen to make sure that you're not going to miss anything but you also want to have have someone else look at those pictures and evaluate them because there's a lot of things that you might miss that somebody might pick up on And so always have a second pair of eyes look at those pictures to evaluate them because they can maybe see something that you don't see. The next thing is if there's a really heavy, heavy feeling in one of the rooms, uh, take your, you can take a, a little audio recorder or you can download an audio recording app on your phone and use that. And you want to try and attempt an EVP and see if there are any EVPs that you can pick up on uh, and if if there may be something concerning in the recording. Um, So there may be uh, things that you could pick up on in an EVP that would tell you what this heavy, really heavy, heavy feeling in the room is. Let's check for questions here. So Helen says, So much to think about. Great info. Yes. I mean, uh, I suggest anybody who's thinking about leasing or thinking about buying property uh, to do these things, especially if you if you want a calm, serene property. Now, there are people who like activity and they want it. And you wouldn't have to do any of this stuff, although you may want to do it just to make sure that you have an entity there. And there are, are those people out there that want, you know, they want activity. So um, download that recording app and see if you can capture an EVP. Now, when you're doing EVPs, please remember when you ask a question. Well, first off, when you're doing the EVP, make sure there's no background noise. So if you're trying to do an EVP and you're with a realtor, you're with another person, make sure that they can stay quiet for about five to 10 minutes and not talk. Or maybe go on the other side of the house and ask your question. And then make sure that you wait at least two minutes, two minutes for the response. Okay, then when you go back to evaluate your EVPs, Put a set of headphones on or earbuds to listen to the EVP recording uh, because there will be things that you will miss if you're not plugged in and listen, listening very carefully. And make sure and listen to the full recording because there could be things at the end of it that you may miss. So don't just skip through it, but listen to it very carefully all the way through. So, Melissa says, two times I've captured spirits on my iPhone camera. Neither time was it a deliberate attempt. One, not a nice spirit. Yeah, Melissa, you are right. Uh, anytime you get a heavy feeling or you have a feeling that something, a gut feeling that something might be there, you're going to pick up your um, camera on your phone and hit that video record and then... You want to pan very, very slowly through the room. Don't do it fast because you're going to miss something, but do it really, really slowly go from one side to the other and then go and evaluate those. Now, if you wanted to, if you don't want to take the picture of three angles, you can just do a panoramic video of the room uh like a really slow sweep to see if you pick up on anything but just in my experience i have found that sometimes people will get a picture more easily of an orb or light anomaly than they will on the video and but once they get it on video it's like really good really good video so you either hit or you completely miss So Melissa says, family members, house, beautiful spirit in the bedroom. Oh, gosh. If, you know, anytime you guys want to share a picture like that, go ahead and post them in the comments. We would all love to see that type of picture um, because it kind of gives us a reference on what we should do or what we should look for. So it can be really helpful if you guys want to share with each other a picture or or a small video or something. Um, So here's the uh, (laughs) the last thing I want to address is a lot of historical old properties uh, need to be evaluated for old graveyards and sometimes in the old plot on the PBA plots it will show the graveyards and so a lot of properties You know, they're sold and the headstones are moved, but the caskets aren't. And if there's an old plot that has a graveyard listed on it, that could be a problem (laughs) that you need to know about um, that could be significant because you can't be sure that the actual bodies were moved. And like we went over in part one uh, last week, when ground is c- consecrated for the dead, it really is not habitable for living people because the energy is, is totally doesn't, it's not congruent with living energy. And so, number one, the spirits that are there want that plot that was consecrated for them, for them number two the energy is so overwhelmingly dead energy that it can really cause a lot of health problems for living people that are trying to um inhabit the home or the property so shannon says my granddaughter saw the same moving light orb outside the other day and she asked me about it so nice to know shannon here's the thing i want to ask <clears throat> what time of day did they see it and can they point out exactly where it was so the next thing that you could do shannon is try to do a video or several camera angles and pictures at that time of day in that spot and see if you get anything because once something operates like that um <clears throat> Sorry, allergies are bad. Once something operates like that, it's usually the same time of day in the same spot that it's going to show itself. Hey, Laura Jill, Eliza, good to see you. Awesome to see you. And a special shout out to the rest of the people over here on Instagram that are joining. Awesome to see you guys here. Um, so let's see what Shannon says. Anyway, don't forget that if you're, you know, if you're wanting to get property, if you're wanting to lease and you're really concerned about having a a safe, calm environment, you can, for a nominal fee, you can send me all your pictures and your videos and I'll evaluate them. All you have to do is text me to 859-327-9305 and uh, let me know that that's what you want. And I'll give you an email link to follow. And so that's it for tonight. Kisses from Kentucky. And I will see you next week.